The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, fans of taco bowls, or your grandmother. Then again, I don't know your grandmother. She may be more into this wild stuff than you realize. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Shar Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. And oh, what a couple of weeks it has been. Very full. Oh, yeah. Things have been wonderfully Too full for one show. Yes. We are going to actually end up breaking this up between multiple shows. Because since we talked to you wonderful perverts the last time... Uh, oh, the things we didn't do. Yeah. Easier listing. Yeah. Well, let's see here. So in this podcast, in addition to covering all of the crafting that we didn't get a chance to do, we're going to cover Bayard's 40th birthday party auction and go-go boy dance-a-thon. Mm-hmm. First Friday, mm-hmm. number, no, not number six, Detroit Bondage Club, right. all of the interesting stuff that happened at Penguin Con that applies to this of course as you may know um if you subscribe to uh pete la La barbara's also known as porno pete's right wing blog claw happened but since i was at claw and mike was not and a couple other lpa members were at claw but could not be here to record this week i've written down a bunch of notes so that I don't forget, and then next week I will record a podcast definitely with Veritas, possibly also with Neptune. I'm going to have to um, check and see if his schedule works out, and then I may have another interview with Bellum to get that perspective. So lots of claw material. Lots and Which lots of claw I material. I contribute nothing to because I didn't go. So, <laughs> yeah, I know because the original day we were just going to have a marathon session today and record two hours worth of stuff and split it up and realize, yeah, you know, as Veritas brought up, it's like, well, you know, he'd like to talk about claw. Right. And he wasn't available today. Yeah, and also, if, if he was available today, then yeah, we'd have this marathon session. But yeah, you it'd just be me like, smiling and nodding as you're telling me all these stories and it'd be like cool yeah so (laughs) so i'll just smile and nod during the 10 minutes that you talk about penguin con uh and ask a couple of questions oh but you're yeah you're throwing an extra end in there i got in trouble for that too pengu con penguin penguin con yes okay because i was making a, a poster for it for a room party at a different con and the con chair was like oh no it's not penguin con it's penguin con it's like, oh, okay. Okay. So that's how uh, I learned. Being chastised by the con chair. All right. That's okay. He was cute, muscly, and had a huge cock. Uh, cool. Yes. <laughs> Not that that means anything character-wise, but hey. It, well, no. It's in my mind. It, it's, hey, if you have the option of having a massive cock, 
I recommend it. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't really know if he was a con chair. I know he was working with it. So, because, you know, actually, it's very simple to find out who the con chairs are. And I don't want to, you know, write it out there that, you know, the con, a con chair of PenguinCon has a huge cock. Because, you know, well, if they're just, you know, nicely endowed, then, you know, it's like they might be like, well, he's not talking about me. Who's he talking about? Which one of us has a huge cock? And that could make a really neat con chair <laughs> meeting at some point where they all have to whip it out to figure out who. But. As I'm sure none of them are probably listening. We're probably safe. Or they'll just compare the size of their hands. Which means nothing. That that That's the line that I should have used in the opening, and, and maybe I'll use it next week. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's, yeah. 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 Thing. Yeah, that, that's, oh. a, that's a thing. All right. But we should kind of sort of go in chronological sure. order, uh, more or less. So... What two weeks ago now? Yeah, be, I believe so. Yeah, two weeks ago was Bayard's fortieth birthday mm-hmm. party uh, at Menjo's. And for those who don't know him, I guess he's a kind of a newly minted uh, member of the community and pup and all that. And not terribly new, but yeah, he's been. I think it's been about a year okay. now that he has been active, and he has. Just jumped in. Yeah, jumped in. The deep with, end with and all, just going yeah, for it. Yep. Jumped in with all four paws. Yes. And he's yeah, extremely active in the Michigan puppy community. Mm-hmm. And, he's really taken to it. and Oh, yeah. And, and um, you know, and I was, uh, yeah, and he was throwing, he had a milestone birthday. Um, you know, yeah. it's, is I guess his age is probably public knowledge. It was, yeah, I mean, okay. it was, it was publicly posted to Facebook. That, okay. Yeah, he, so. he's 40, but I mean. No, he, do, I, he does. He does not look forty at I, all. I met him at yeah, uh, one of the first Fridays. Yes, and yeah, the first Friday before that. And then when I heard, it's like, oh wait, he turned forty. It's like, yeah, he, he you know he has a you know boyish face and and personality. He's a puppy. Yes, he is. He is very so much a puppy. And yeah, um, yeah so he you throw in this little event at Menjo's. My first time at Menjo's. It's a nice you know they call it complex, and it is. Yeah, it's many it's, kind of rooms connected. There's a enclosed courtyard um you know nice place you know they had um you know it, it I, I enjoyed myself there it was a good time they they had a dj who knew what he was doing this time <laughs> and um you know he did it as a fundraiser for mr friendly yes where he i think uh went out and uh got things donated uh underwear mm-hmm. books i think uh justin sinclair's book was there a signed copy yes. of that yep a signed copy of bark was one of the uh and uh he had uh, lots of underwear and jock straps of various levels of and, use and bless yeah. them well you know he he does describe himself as a sniffer pup yes so he he appreciated the the used jock straps and underwears and you actually ended up buying one pair. An, an, I think they're new though because they still have the tag on. Okay. So I, I mean, they had been worn. They were worn by one of the models. By one of the models. He also yeah. got some lovely men to model the stuff and uh, be out there and. Um, you know, I like the pair. They said they're larges, even though they tend to run a little small, mm-hmm. uh, which I have found out for that brand. And but it was a cute little set that's got like this. It, it's not really assless. It just has. A slot in the back. Well, I, you know, it, so it's easy access yeah. more than assless. It, um, it's kind of like the joke that they had on one episode of "Are You Being Served," where the the women were over in the men's section. Mister Humphreys was showing to Miss Brahms, you know, these are the wide fronts, you know, with the wide opening, mm-hmm. and she asked, "Where are the wide backs?" Mm-hmm. He said, "You know, there's not much call for those." <laughs> oh. So, 
But uh, yeah, so um, but the front is um, it's kind of like uh the brand. It's not oh, is it CM two is a brand that has like a built in cock strap, mm-hmm. and this one does. But then there's also a pouch that is only snapped on on the top and bottom for like basically your cock. So right. and so that's you know so it can be unclipped and you're just you know frontless and backless I guess. But so yeah, it was a cute pair, and I mean the guy wearing it really wore them well. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, so. I bid and it didn't really get bid up, so it's like I got them for like, a reasonable price. Like, I was like, surprise! Oh. I like bidding on it because it was a charity, so I was like, "Oh, I kind of like them." Eh, that was about as far much as I wanted to pay, but you know, I yeah. was hoping you know that others would that, you know, yeah that others would be encouraged to, to go up higher. <laughs> yeah, and I do have to give major props to uh, Pup Loki, mm-hmm. who was one of the models, and. Uh, he has in the past dealt with some social anxieties. So being able to get up in front of a crowd of hundreds that, oh, and he may have also been live broadcasting the auction over Facebook. (laughs) Uh, Because one of the guys that you may have heard showing up bids a couple of times, Mm -hmm. he was actually relaying that from Facebook. Oh, mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, he was, you know, so not just, oh, well, oh, when you say he, I thought you meant Loki. I'm like, what was he doing no, from his no. phone? Where, where did he have a phone on him? No, he was a, another, another guy yes. was brought, was live streaming yep. the events and yeah, taking bids over Facebook for some of the stuff. So and unlike yeah. John Berriman, we didn't show off any penises on Facebook. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. For those not in the know, John Berriman, the actor was live Facebooking from a hot tub in Palm Springs when his husband got into the hot tub behind him naked and flashed every, all the viewers. Flashed everybody. He was like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> well. Actually, his reaction is the best. When you realize your husband is just sharing his cock to many, many people, it's like that reaction is kind of the best. It's like, honey, I'm broadcasting. <laughs> like, so? <laughs> so what? And yeah, right into a lot of pups. A uh, couple, there was a good showing from Lansing mm-hmm. there, um, and it's, I am liking that there has been a lot of crossover between the Detroit and the Lansing mm-hmm. crew, like to have more of them come up here. Um, I think but, the crossover seems to be the people in the middle, the the middle realm. Yeah. So the, like, you the, know, people from, uh, well, Flint and... I think there's someone from the Frankenmuth area that I seem to yeah, uh, or because we are kind of you know they're in between it, so it's like oh I can either go one side to Detroit or one side to Lansing, cool. Yeah, but I mean we keep making the trips out to Menjos, and I'd like to see more of the Detroit people make the trip out to First Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I do. I'd like to go to more Detroit stuff, you know, but mostly for me because I'm just lazy and it's like the idea of you know I of actually okay figuring out where to go, where to park, all that paraphernalia i just like you know my my yeah my, the spoon drawer is empty by that point of yeah after planning it's like i can plan it out but then it's like oh to do it it's like no, not today so but when people are doing it themselves and they're already going it's like hey can i bum a ride and so that usually gets me going most places in my life actually yeah uh so and yeah they had free food at the party oh um, yeah that uh, yeah which i did not avail of because i think i ate before they looked decent. Yeah, well, you know, free barbecue, food, good something. drinks, and yeah, Menjo's sells uh, room odorizer, as they call it. I don't think I'm going to be getting it from them, 
again. Oh, okay. Um, I can I can get much better online, which you know, it if I if I absolutely need to have some right then, right there, you know, for See, I, I didn't twenty bucks. Yeah. I didn't know what you meant by room order because <laughs> I've heard it described as um, well, it's Vi- video, video head, head cleaner. cleaner. Yeah, yes. yeah, clean your head right out. Well, no, but I mean, but nowadays that that's you know, you know, dead technology. Right. So they, they could say you know, Blu-ray, you know, laser lens cleaner. And it's like you know, but, yeah, no, no, not so much. But yeah, they. Yeah, I mean. For for what it was, it was okay. But you know, like most things, you put forth a little more effort, and yeah. Well, I'm the same way. Um, they had a line of uh, beard oils and beard balms. You know, mm-hmm. a nice little. You know, and I was like, ooh. But you know, part of it is like when you're paying that much for, you know, a bottle of oil. It's like, okay, I want to at least be able to smell it first, and then right. You know, even then, it's like okay, um, because I make my own, and it works out pretty well. Except for one friend who hates the smell of patchouli, and so she can't come around me. So well, I just that, have... that sounds like a personal problem. Hey, I've had straight boys who love the smell of patchouli who are like, oh, I want to smell your beard. And it's like, yes. <laughs> and you do have a rather nice and pleasant smelling beard. Cool. <laughs> I didn't put it in today, though. No. I didn't groom properly. It's a Sunday. I don't need to. Ah, uh, yeah. I really... you, you don't need to impress anybody. You don't need to impress me. Considering the things I've done to you recently, no, you really don't need to impress me. Yeah, but yeah, no. So it was a fun event. Uh, like I said, they had the auction. Uh, people around. Oh, they um, the Silence Project. Um, it's an anti-bullying, anti-suicide yes. group uh, where they take pictures of people with red tape over their mouth. Um, mm-hmm. They hit local bars. They had a, a nice setup there. Um, yeah, so it was a nice and it was fun. It, all new people. Which yes. is cool for me because, you know, in my heart of hearts, I'm a misanthrope. So once I've known someone well enough, I know them. And it's like, oh, you're human. You're, <laughs> you oh, have, you you have flaws. And then, so new people are like, yay, maybe a bunch of flawless humans. No, unlikely. But, but yeah, my, I, I my haven't hind brain flaws yet. My hind brain is still thinking the best of everyone because I don't know them yet. <laughs> That's my own issue. Um, but yeah, it was a fun time. Um, you know, I, yeah, I had. I enjoyed myself and like, you know, and also brought myself on my show and chatted up, you know, some people I didn't know at all. I was like, cool. Yeah. But I had seen that prior events mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, but those events were just too crowded and busy. It's like, Hey, were you at such and such? And they're like, yeah. So it was like, let's talk. You cute, smooth thing. <laughs> yeah. Come, come to big hairy daddy bear to tell me all your secrets and let me give you scritches and biscuits. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And scritches, too. Because some people react really well to scritches, as we figured out First Friday, as we always do. Yeah, we should just call First Friday Scritch Fest. You know, because that's uh, well, what it comes down to, is a bunch of people melting in the corner as they make Scritch <laughs> Fest year. Well, I am going to ask Veritas to, because I don't have a printer here mm-hmm. in my apartment, and it, I don't feel right printing off flyers for First Friday at work. Mm. That that sounds that sounds like a good way to have an uncomfortable conversation with HR, um, but yeah, Veritas said that he would print up about ten flyers and that he's got a color printer, oh. so that we can post those at the Esquire to get the word out more about First Friday rather than you know just posting to the Facebook and that really doesn't get anybody new involved in it. And there's other ways of getting out there. I brainstormed some other ideas and. 
just have to put them into effect. So uh, one other thing I want to mention about Bayard's birthday party is I handmade him a chew toy. And this will be the image on the podcast. But for those who don't see it, it, yes, I crocheted another dick. I made a few changes. I read up a bit more on the heart pattern that the dog bone pattern is based on. Mm -hmm. And so I added more of a cleft to the ball sack. I had the head bulge out a little bit more. I'm going to, next time around, I'm going to have it bulge out a lot more. So it's much more of a a mushroom head and you got much more of a, Mm -hmm. uh, and then I backstitched in a, um, a dorsal vein in bright blue. <laughs> this project, yeah, continues to grow and evolve. Because <laughs> the next thing I thought is like, what needs hair? And good, but I mean, I don't, I don't want to see hairs coming off the balls because I can't think of any way of you representing that that wouldn't look like worms or something. You know, like stray yarns of a different color coming from the. That. But yeah. I could picture a nice bush, you know, being set, you know, maybe. On top. Yeah, I mean, the only... Oh, it would look like a penis with a toupee. I don't know. Yeah, way. yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, the only way I can really see doing hairy balls that might work would be to use oh. eye, eyelash yarn. And I hate working with eyelash yarn. Or do it for art. For art. Oh, no, it's a pain. It, it, eyelash yarn, it is... I mean, you've got difficulty seeing the holes on regular crochet. I've... I cannot, with eyelash yarn, see where I need to be working on it. And, oh, it's just a mess. But, so, yeah, made another one of those for him. Um, and, yeah, I'm going to need to keep working on on those. and We'll, we'll get to more crafting later in crafting the show. Section. But uh, yeah. yeah, so it was it was a good event, and I'm glad I was able to make it there. Like I said, it was got to check out Menjo's and you know meet lots of new people and see more of people I already knew. So cool. Cool. So moving forward in time, the next hit would be yeah Peng Penguin because that was the weekend of Claw. Yes. Um, and that's why I did well. There were many reasons I didn't go to Claw because it was a very busy weekend filled with many cool things, and that just. Ah, just annoying. just happened to be one of the cool things. Yes, so I can only do one. Um, PenguinCon, it's a convention in Detroit. Uh, that was its 14th year was this last one. Um, it's uh, You start off as half kind of science fiction, fantasy, literary, and half Linux open source. Mm-hmm. So kind of a little bit more techie. Um, it's kind of evolved since then. There's a lot more art involved and stuff. and they've. Uh, but the two... They have programming and classes and demos and sundries. The two tracks that I think are of interest to this podcast, mm-hmm. they have a crafting uh, track where it was like um, beginning knitting, beginning crocheting, uh, Franken beanies, where you basically they ripped apart a bunch of stuffed animals and you got to take the parts and make your own. Okay. And so just conglomerate parts of other things to make your own creature. And that stuffed was, animal collage. Yes. And it was cute and. There's lots of ideas for that. And it's like, I want to take all the eyes. It's like, can I have all the eyes? No? Okay. Um, well, you can get packs of googly eyes at your craft supply store. So, um, yeah. So, there's, uh, you know, so I saw that. Um, it was, uh, oh, so I did go to the Crochet 101 mm-hmm. to try. Um, failed again. 
Um, well, you said there were how many people? Well, there are a lot of people. So she's demonstrating. Yeah. She's like, okay, now we've made this chain. Now, put it into this hole, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, first of all, I can't see it. So I had her show it to me on my work where, but I couldn't really make out. It's like, wait, is your fingernail there or there? And so I just went with it and went down. It's like, okay, um, I think I need to read it from the other side of the things. Because she was having us read it from like, like when you do that first chain, mm -hmm. there's like the side that has the V's and the side that kind of has the spine. Yes. And she was having us go through the spine side. And I saw an illustration where they're going through the V side. And I'm like, I think I can see that much easier. So Yes. I go, yeah, I go through the V's mm -hmm. myself when I do a chain on crochet. But, you know, lately with what I've been crocheting, there's no starting chain. Mm -hmm. um, there's just, they call it the magic ring. It's basically just a large overhand knot. Um, or, you know, I learned through YouTube, which is really nice because it, mm -hmm. it is just a close up on her hands and will, you know, she'll do it and then do it again in slow-mo yes. so that you can really see it. And from do that, you know I, who, do you know who that one is, which, YouTube no, because, channel? because I, because I looked it up by technique. Okay. I looked up, um, chainless foundation Okay, where, and I think I talked about this on episode, like episode two or three, uh, talked about this and tried to show it to you. And that makes really good radio. Okay. Uh, yeah, not so much. Uh, but yeah, I would be happy to show you that technique again. Okay. And that way you don't have to ever deal with the initial chain okay. and you're, and then once you're working off of crochets, it is very I won't say very, but it is more obvious okay. where you where you need to put the and the things the I want to be making out of crochet. I think, yeah, I don't know how many of them actually start with chains. It's more the amigori little cute things. Because yes, one of the things that one of the crafters she made all these wonderful octopuses and squids and jellyfishes of many different colors, and I was like, oh, they're so cute. It's like quiet, so good, nice. And so I bought a little tiny octopus that was like teal and cocoa colored, and it was like it's. Adorable. Well, and and from that, what you can you can do is combine an octopus and a teddy bear body, and you've got a chibi Thulu. Aww, yay, chibi Thulu! Well, I've seen ouds. Someone made uh, um, little ouds from Doctor Who Amaguri, so they're basically Cthulhuid. You just need to change the color from flesh tone, you know, pale right. to um, green. green. You got it. Yeah. Um, the, uh, what was it? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, so they have the craft panels yes. and then they have an after dark where they talk about drinking and there's a co history of cocktails one and flirting oh. for geeks, but also a whole thing on kink stuff. Cool. So, um, last year I'd gone to the basic rope one. Okay. This year I ended up, they do it at night. So it's interfering with the room parties. I was like, oh, well, I, I know, you, but you can understand why it, it's, you know, I understand. Paper. I just don't paper. agree. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they, um, so they had one that was on basic rope work. Mm -hmm. Again, it was the same thing as the crochet. Someone up there saying, okay, uh, these are the good knots. Everyone tie this knot. And then he's going around making sure people have tied it right. And it's like, that's taking too much time. But at least last year. I would much rather him just going up there and saying, okay, boom. Here's a pamphlet that shows you how to tie knots. You can practice on your own. Um, here's, here's what each of these knots would be useful for. You'd never want to use this one and this such because it would cut circulation. This one would slip. And you know, actually give more I and think. and here and here's my demo, Dolly. Wonderfully yes. trussed up. And uh, you know, so uh and resources, that's what I kinda wanna see out of those intros. Like, okay, teach me how to learn more on my own. 
because otherwise you're going to show me how you try two knots and that's it. Uh, mm-hmm. They had a later one that was um, rope harnesses and rope work for display. And okay. I, like, I wish I'd gone to that one because, yeah, yeah that's that... what I want to see. I want to see how to not necessarily just tie someone down, but actually make it look pretty. Yes, yes. The, um, they had, yeah. yeah, often known as shibari mm-hmm. or, or Japanese rope work, that it is much more artistic mm-hmm. than immobilizing. I mean, you, you can do shibari harnesses mm-hmm. that, you know, don't restrict the limbs at all, but look mm-hmm. really neat. Yes. And, yeah. And then um, and there was a, a violet wands and a beginning panel on primal, which was curious about because I don't really not really familiar with the whole primal identification. Hmm. Some people can consider themselves primal, and I think it's kind of a hunter prey, um, theorian maybe yeah, animalistic. I'm not, yeah, and I was yeah, kind I'm of curious. Not, what I'm it, not familiar with that. I know it's a listing on Fet Life. It's like, hey, I'm a primal, and it's like. And I'm sure, like anything else, you'd have to ask, what do you mean by this? You know? So, so you like to growl and bite during sex? You know, that could be it. If any of our listeners identify as primal or know anyone who does, and... Tell us. Yeah, tell us. Send pictures. Well, yes, of course, send pictures, but also, you know... We don't get sent nearly enough dirty pictures. No, we don't. You keep asking for them, and it's like, what? I'm sure you people have dirty pictures. (laughs) Uh, it's currency amongst us pervs, you know, yes, don't you know? Yes, we, we, we love the filthy pictures. But getting back to my okay, point, sorry. I said, um, you know, because we're about exploring all of the mm-hmm. kinks and all of the crafting here. And so, uh, yeah, if you're a primal or know somebody who is who would like to talk about that, love to have them on the show because we'd like to learn more about what this is. So, like I said, I went to none of it, but I saw it in the program book, and that was cool. Um, uh, the thing of interest for us is they had an intro to podcasting panel. So I went there and heard some tips, and it's like, oh, about, again, about uh, getting the word out about your podcast, and some legalities and all that. And it's like, oh, that's useful to know. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah just hints and things of how other people have done it, because it's like, basically, yeah. it's everyone has their own way. So. Oh, yeah, I mean... You've you said it yourself that podcasting can be very punk, very zine. Yeah, but Gra- it's also grab a microphone and do it. It's also a community because they mentioned how there is a regular Detroit podcasters meetup that happens, and it's like, oh, that'd be fascinating to go to. It's like, hi. It was also very hi. We're the perverts. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's other ones, but it was funny because they like said, okay, who's you know doing podcasts in the audience? And there's like four of us who raised their hands, and I felt like. That's me. Okay, I'm not really doing one. I'm just talking at one. Someone else is doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> which, no, seems, you're... which seems to be the dynamic of many podcasts I listen to. There's the person who actually does the editing and knows the technical stuff, and then there's the people who just talk. Yeah, I've I've noticed that on... Well, I mean, no safe word. They've got a completely separate engineer mm-hmm. uh, who, who, who doesn't talk. But I know that for, like, Linoleum Knife... Um, a podcast of the cinema based on their conversations. I know that Alonzo does the grunt work in the background and Dave is just there to be a sparkling personality and to sound like Tom Waits after he ate a bowl of gravel. Which oh, could work. That man's voice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was fun. Um, again, good event. Um, like I said, I met people I'd met previously and connected with and it was fun. And it was like, Oh, and then, you know, and again, another reason why I need to learn, you know, 
rope work because I keep meeting these wonderful gentlemen who want to be tied up. And I was like, ah, I need to be able to do this for you. Hey, hey, hot dog, you you, you need to to show Mike what to do. I'll, I think I'll... that would be more like graduate level studies. I, I, I think the, the basic stuff I can, you know, at least get the basics out of a book. And then when I need to actually refine the techniques, because <laughs> you don't want someone who knows their stuff, you don't want to force a novice on them, you know. It's like, oh, hey, I need to learn the basics. And it's like, read a book. Come to me when you have the basics down. <laughs> well, I, in, in at least that would, I mean, yeah. I don't know. Different people are, you know, the community is very giving and very teaching about stuff. Mm -hmm. I know. But personally, yes, I want to at least come to any situation where I'm using up someone else's time and attention with at least the rudiments down. Even if they're wrong, then they can tell me why they're wrong. It's like, okay, now I know that book was crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that was yeah. Okay. So that was PenCon in a nutshell. A cool event. Um, I think they get about fifteen hundred people who go. So it's a nice, and it's it's like I said, a nice event and definitely worth going if you're nerdy or techy or yeah. Yeah, or artsy. They like I said, lots of crafters there. Lots of and, really cool stuff. And you're not going to claw, which yes. as, as we Found determined, it yeah, next year will be the same weekend. And I have a feeling they're going to consistently line up with each other. And I'm like, oh, darn such it. is life. But yeah. there's love. There's lots of other events like MML would be cool. Mm -hmm. Um, M MRI, MIR. Mr. Well, International Rubber, M-I-R. Yeah, M-I-R. Mr. International Rubber uh, in November. Yep. Yeah. And then uh, and then IML, of course. The only reason I don't go to that is I tend to be lazy and not plan very well for the future. Well, I mean, you can kind of do... I If you're willing to put the effort in, you can kind of do IML as a day trip. Mm. Because there is a train that runs from East Lansing to Chicago... Mm -hmm. Gets into Chicago about 10 a.m. And then the return train leaves, I want to say, about 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. from Chicago. Mm -hmm. And then gets into Lansing. Well, I took it from Flint. Took it to and from Flint about 10 o'clock at night. Okay. Give or take. So you could theoretically, you know, do that. You know, get yourself to the Congress Hotel and pay 10 bucks for the... Uh, vendor mart armband which is the main thing of iml and uh yeah you can which is you know that, yeah right? then for shopping but you know yeah it wouldn't be too much of a time commitment but you're going pretty much to look at the market so you'd probably want to be shopping well know, and like, and to and to look at the vendors and look at the shoppers and the you know, occasional porn stars who are wandering through the crowd yeah and you know and you know once in a while you'll see a pack of full coverage rubber puppies Bless their heart. Um, I, I don't know how they do it. So there we have, let's see. So yeah, so that was that was PangoCon. Um, what's next? First Friday. Yes. Which was just two days ago. So we kind of remember it. Uh, it was a good first Friday. Um, had the, the main crew there, and I made more of an effort to try and reach out to people not in our little knot um which is another reason why i want to get those flyers up because i mentioned to some other people i know who are in the leather community i saw them wednesday at an event that we had in lansing and but they were at some other event um oh the, uh the mr michigan leather was his stepping down uh uh event 
Okay. I think that was the same weekend at, I believe, at the Dunes in Sagatuck. Or D- Douglas, actually. And um, so, yeah, they were at that. So, you know. I don't Michigan's know. West Coast. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. If, you know, I mean, we, we had a decent-sized car. It was a very... The night at the bar itself was very slow. It was a beautiful day, and I'm wondering if people were just like, hey, we're going to be outside and enjoying the weather as much as possible. Well, that and there was another event taking place in Old Town. Yes, which I meant to go to, a cool artsy thing that I meant to go to, but I ended up drinking with friends, which was also fun. Which, you know, tended to eat up all of the parking, Mm. and Uh, Spiral was having a burlesque night, so that pulled some of the crowd that way. So yeah, it was it was yeah. quiet. So it was interesting, even though we had maybe it was still a good sized crowd for um, you know Elpa. It was you know it was yeah. like uh, it was fine. You know, a good group of people and you know some returning people and all that. And so it was a a, a good you know some people we hadn't seen in a while. Yes. So that was yes. very nice. And um, so you know it was a good collection of people, and I think people were having fun and networking and making plans for future things that we're all going to do together. And so that was yeah. And it was I, a good night. And I drank too much. And oh. uh, when I was, you know, made a trip to the bathroom and then walked back, and the guy at the bar caught my eye and said, "Pardon me, is that a red handkerchief in your left pocket?" And I said, "Yes." And he said, "Oh." Good. I seem to have misplaced the red handkerchief that I usually put in my right <laughs> pocket. I said, oh, well, maybe if I put my hand up your ass, I could find it. And, um, so I gave him my card. Okay, I was uh, going to say, either yeah. uh, the beginning of a beautiful friendship or a way to get slapped. <laughs> but I mean, he did initiate. Right, and, yeah. You know, he, yeah so. he, he did initiate <laughs> and yeah, made a, a bit of a connection there and uh, his his partner enjoy uh, ha, has really really big hands mm-hmm. and has not been able to give him what he needs on that yet. Yeah. Something to work towards, mm-hmm. but who also enjoys watching? Wow. Okay. And I said, "Well, yes, of course you can watch. I would just ask that you hang on to the bottle of poppers if he uses that, and work the cell phone cameras." So basically, valet. You know. You... Valet, nurse, assistant. Yeah, I I find, yeah, I find that fisting works best when you have an when you have an assistant around. Um, yeah, it makes life easier because you know one guy is you know usually completely strapped into the sling, and the other guy, well, you know, I'm covered in lube up to my elbows. Yeah. Even if I don't get that far in, I always lube all the way up to my elbows because you never know how far you're going to go that day. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's nice having somebody else being able to hand you paper towels or bottle of water, bottle of poppers, take pictures. Mm. Um, yeah, because I'm just a, a greasy, looped up mess. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not very helpful. And so, yeah, ran in, oh my goodness, a, a collection of four uh, motorcycles just drove by which you might be able to hear the rumble of them that's what happens when you don't really have a studio with soundproofing yeah that's okay punk ethic yay yay do it and we'll fix it in post (laughs) something like that anyways um but yeah so uh yeah first friday like i said i i yeah i stayed longer than you um you left and i i stayed for till about one ish i think yeah i I, a little after 12 i I left about midnight because i had drunk too much and um, yeah, like you said, uh, 
good time and cool people. So, yep, it was a good night. And it can only get better. Yeah. And, yeah, ran into another guy in the men's room who, yeah, asked about us and, yeah, gave him a card. That's sweet. And, yeah, he, again, he's feeling a little intimidated by it, but we seem to be a little insular. Oh, and that, that's uh, that's yeah. one of those hard things because yeah you it's i've seen that at munches too where you have the group and they know each other so yeah there there's already that connection that energy and then someone who's not familiar with it it's like oh if you're at all shy and you would be mm-hmm. coming into you know if you're super outgoing and you know you probably have, you know you, yeah. you're probably already in you know found a group of like-minded people it's for those people who are right. like oh you know, oh, that looks like fun, but they all know each other, and I wouldn't be, you know, made welcome. And and that's the other trouble too is I think as a group we have to remember, you know, to be overly open to people because yeah, some people are going to be shy, and you know, we need to not be shy ourselves. We need to be kind of like, hey, 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 I know you're watching. You know, hey, yeah, yeah, that we need to to get the word Come out. Come on we over need, here. Need to What's be... your name? What do you yeah. like? You like this? Cool. Let's tell you who we are. We're not unfriendly yeah we won't bite unless you ask nicely but you know and even then who knows it's um but though yeah so i mean that's something to keep in mind because there will be people who will have heard of it show up and need that kind of you know overt offering of like you know Mm -hmm. but you know also i think you know if we say our materials like please stop by and you know say hi you know but it's yeah, it's hard. It's if especially if you have any shyness at all, and it's like yeah. Plus, you know, uh, our the name of Lansing Pups and Handlers uh, I, on the flyer. I'm gonna have to set it set up like Lansing Pups and Handlers presents mm-hmm. leather leather slash latex slash gear. Mm, excuse me, leather slash latex slash gear night, so that people know that it's not just puppies. Yeah. Um, but, and also, you know, we've got I, all sorts of things going on. And I usually, yeah, usually in the crowds I talk to, I usually mention it's like a leather night because that's what it was in the past. So I think I'm trying to remind people who used to come, it's like, hey, it's happening again. Come first Friday. Yeah. Um, also, I guess it's I'm not naturally outgoing that myself, but you know, for the cause or the group, I can fake it, which means, well, you know, I like I said, I was staking the corner myself because it's like, okay, I'm trying to socialize with these people mm-hmm. and get to know some people because there's some people I don't know that well, even in that circle. And I don't want to seem, sometimes shy comes off as standoffish. Right. And I don't want people to think that I don't want to interact with them. So I was like trying to keep it, yeah, focusing on the group, but it, realizing too, it's like, yeah, I should be also working the crowd, so to speak, as in at least, you know, wandering, you know, through the bar and making eye contact and being overly friendly and nice which is not yeah and, and my, it does, not my nature but i can fake it for right and it cost. doesn't take much just you know be mindful of that when you make your way to the back of the bar to, to and, take a piss and you yeah. you know someone you see someone and a lot of times yeah my initial reaction is simply you see someone you make eye contact and then you look away because like okay i you know don't, don't want to infringe on your space and it's like, no, you either when promoting something or hunting, you need to maintain that eye contact until it's a little uncomfortable and you've realized, okay, there's something going on. <laughs> yeah. Now now I'm kind of kicking myself a bit because there was a session at Claw that I did not attend on running bar nights. Oh. And I should have gone to that. I was going to say, that would have been something super useful. But... Yeah. Well, I... I 
Yeah. Or I, was focused, I was focused more on my personal interest than the Well, group there's that too. Yeah. But the other thing is, um, you know, it could have been a dud too, because sometimes you go to a panel or discussion and it's the people just rattling on about whatever and they don't necessarily give you the information you thought you were going to get from the description. So, yeah. well, but yeah, we'll save that for next week. But, uh, oh, claw uh, stuff. Claw uh, stuff. Yeah, claw stuff needs to hang off and, until next week that we can talk about that in more detail. So, yeah, come back next week. There won't be an off week this time. We will, uh, yeah, next week we'll be talking about claw and then the week after that be talking about number six dungeon. It works out because, yeah, yeah. next week uh, was... Um, uh, uh, what was it? Um, oh, um, I'm not available on that Sunday because I'm busy. So that worked out really well too. Because, yep. So and and then Veritas is not available this week, but he is next week. So and yeah, Veritas was at Claw and has stories. Yes, and and I will let him tell his stories there. And yeah, so let's but, see. Now what does bring? Oh, now it brings us up to. Uh, DBC. DBC last night, last night at DBC, uh, which you know, as usual at Detroit Bondage Club. Very soon after getting there, got my hands in a guy. Mm. Well, actually, let, let's back up a little bit. We left for DBC way too early. Um, well, there's a possibility of construction there, getting there, in the way. There was a possibility of construction getting in the way, but also, also we done. Missed well, misremembered what time it started. Right. Yeah, I mixed up the times between DBC and Number Six Dungeon. Yeah, Number Six Dungeon starts a half hour before DBC usually does, and so we were really, really early. And yeah, I was able to give Mike a bit of a nostalgia trip by taking him to a White Castle. Well, because you were saying, "Hey, we should stop at McDonald's." I'm like, okay, yeah, because grab a little quick something before. And that reminded me, it's like, wait, we're in Detroit area. It's like, there must be White Castles. Because I'm one of the ones who loves White Castle. And it's a sadness that we don't have one in Lansing anymore. And and Arcane here is like, ugh. So it's like, okay. <laughs> but then when he pulled into one, I'm like, thank you for taking this bullet for me. Yeah. And yeah, my my guts are still bubbling and gurgling. <laughs> and, and I will... St- I will claim it's because of the White Castle. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. Um, it's a better story than, you yeah. know. Well, then I shoved my tongue up a couple of, of asses, which, hey, I really enjoyed in the moment. Um, so, yeah, add some greasy White Castle, and then, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we were joking about that at DBC. Like, you ate sure. White Castle before DBC? Well, and someone else who had shown up and talked about how he just had, you know, a, a, very... a massive Mexican yes. meal. Yeah. And it's like, what, what are we thinking these things through? No, I don't think so. But. <laughs> no, not so much. But yeah, um, but yeah, it, it's uh, well attended. There's been a lot of people there. I mean, we showed up when there were not very many people. Yeah, there. I mean, we were one of the first. We were there before the key holder to the clubhouse showed yes. up. So, so um, you know, help unload a truck and set up some stuff and you know all that. But um, you know, uh, yeah, we did not. I did not have a latex outfit this time because. Uh, Veritas was not available, so and it's like okay, but I did have a harness and put that on. But I realized it seemed it's good for show. I think it'd be mm-hmm. good for a bar night, but for actually doing stuff, it kind of gets in the way. And okay. I mean, I, I found it just yeah, it's I mean, more it, distracts. It, it looked really good on you, and I, I'm thinking, you know, now that the weather's getting warmer, perhaps for the next first Friday, you could show up in your harness. Oh, and kill. Oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, because that. And that's a five-point harness that connects to a cock ring. Yes. So, 
And of course, you want to have that too. And well, wear, wear God. your Kel- Kiltonly traditional style. Well, the funny thing was, um, uh, going through Cockrings, it was like, I wish I was into CBT more because boy, <laughs> did I do horrible things to my cock and balls trying on my cock rings is like wait how's this one attach again and it's like which one should I? and honestly it's like i know the metal ones i have are big enough because i've worn them in the past but i swear it's like okay get one ball through and the other ball is like nope i'm gonna hide in the body cavity somewhere because no i saw you did that first one and it's like and then the ball's like and then the penis is probably saying listen i have to get shoved through there after you guys have been there so stop whining and it's like <laughs> and i'm like wait i'm th- imagining conversation between all my junk it's like okay but then um no, I ended up using just a snap-on leather one that, uh, you know, fully, fun, you know, works. Um, but, yeah, just, it's it's fun. But, yeah, I, was, I was, hadn't worn it in a while. So, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. let's make sure I have these. I think I've gotten a bit larger since I last wore it. So, I had to make sure the all the straps and that were kind of at the right all configuration. All the straps and buckles were set just, just so, yeah. Uh, again, and the fact that it's a five-point, that's the only way I can figure out how the fuck to put it on. Because, you know, you undo one to get in and out of it. Mm-hmm. But then when I'm just looking at that mass of buckles and that, if it weren't for that one strap that goes to where the cock ring is, that's how I orient the whole thing. Otherwise, right. it'd be like... Uh, otherwise, I'm like... Uh, yeah, I'd be tangled up yeah. and it'd be around one arm and who knows. And, and that's one of the things I like about the bulldog harnesses. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can get it wrong front to back, okay. but you can't really get it upside down. Um, and, yeah, if you get it wrong front to back, that's, you know really quick and easy fix so I, I think in the future yeah for for dbc my outfit will just be you know a nice jock or underwear and you know a, a t-shirt i think that works pretty well kind of like i was wearing yep and you know and and, and very thick socks yes well be- i i kept my shoes on um because last time at dbc i did get a splinter oh. uh, off of those wood floors so yeah. yeah shoes shoes are staying on um at dbc but, um, at least a, until they yeah. they do more work um there was but yeah i saw um well i saw a nice you know um someone i know kind of casually saw them you know getting worked on on a, a table and that was fun but then also in line of sight just a beautiful um display of flogging you mm-hmm. know someone who was just working someone and you know just like watching their technique and the wrist work and all that and also they're doing the two-handed you know florentine style and yep. it's like which looked just wonderful and it's like until i remember it's like that's right you're really focusing on just following the strokes in florentine that's how it kind of goes so flowing yeah bang, so, bang, because i'm trying bang, to picture it's bang, like bang. how do you get the hands going it's like don't focus on the hands focus on you know yeah the impacts yeah the the hand the hands are not the, the hands are merely tools you yeah. you you want to focus on the floggers um so and so it yeah. was fun i you know i really was kind of watching you know technique wise pretty much is what happens and and didn't really do anything till pretty much the very end where it's just like oh okay there's some people doing stuff and joined in and then it turned into a big knot of people doing things <laughs> yes and and i ended up flowing in and out of that knot and um yeah, got to. I felt good because I, there was someone who had, I had been, I'd seen there who I hadn't seen before, but I've only been twice. Um, who just really wasn't. I mean, he was kind of watching a lot of stuff in, in the yellow really, briefs. Yes, right? and yeah. watching, and then he actually you could tell that he was enjoying the view because he was getting a reaction, and then just invited into the circle of people doing stuff, and it's like, yay! He had yay. a good time. I hope. We <laughs> yes, we we hope he had a good wet sloppy time. Yeah, and I got, um, I got a taste of your delicious furry ass. That oh. was fun. 
Um, I felt bad because it wasn't. I didn't think the logistics of the whole knot of people was well set up for because it's like I know you. I remember you moving behind. It's like I'm not in a position he's going to be able to get to. And then somebody's like, "Oh, there's a face in my ass." Okay, he <laughs> found a way. Good for him. Yeah, unfortunately, I was not able to stay in that position very long. <laughs> yeah, I was but, kind of busy on the other end doing stuff. Yeah, and I didn't you, really you, want to interrupt to take a look. It's like, okay, things will just happen. Yeah, I, I need to focus on the task. At hand. <laughs> fo- fo- focus on what's in front of your face. Um, so actually, backing up, speaking about uh, nuts retreating and hiding up in the body, um, the guy I was fisting, he put a vacuum tube on. Yes, I and, saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, got the the cock and the sack and one of the balls in and had oh. a heck of a time getting that second nut to actually go up in the oh. tube. And so that, you know, took some work, had to pull some vacuum, re- release the vacuum a bit and push and pull and finally get to pop in. He's like, oh, that's finally in there. And, uh, yeah. Oh, I, see, I didn't realize that. And, yeah, in vacuum play, I didn't realize you also put testicles in there. You can. You can. Okay. Yeah, you really that tube was a little narrow for okay. doing that and and that's I think that's part of the reason why we had such difficulty. Okay. Um but yeah, generally the pumpers I know when they pump will most of the time pump the entire package. Okay. Uh at once. And so I was fisting him. I had an observer um, who asked about my technique, and I was able to explain, and I was able to show any trick because I was able to get in, um, in him past the pelvis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was actually up in the abdomen, and I'm, I'm like, here, I want you to put your hand right there below his belly button. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I took my fingers, pointed them up, and just tap, tap, and <laughs> they, they both kind of flipped out at that um but yeah and you know the guy asked you know does that feel good to the bottom and i'm like well generally it can and that i try and hit all directions mm-hmm. you know once once you're in that deep the sensitive spots can be anywhere and that's you know part of the interesting part of it is finding out where the happy spots are, other than the obvious one at the prostate, um, which yeah gave his prostate a good working over, and he filled the tube with a with a nice creamy filling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh yes, one of the members of Detroit Bondage Club purchased a Venus milking machine. Okay, if you're interested in those, log on to venusformen.com. They're several hundred dollars. But they're very good at what they do. I saw the setup of that, but I didn't realize what it was. I thought it was just a vacuum tube. And also there is some trouble of finding a proper grounded outlet. Yeah. Th- so I was yeah. like, okay. And it's like, uh, and so I was like, okay, I'm, I, I wouldn't say I got bored, but I was like, okay, I want to see what else is going on and never made it back. Never made it back, back to see it being used. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the, the problems with, you know, modern electro toys are all grounded circuitry and that is an older house and it does not have grounded circuitry in it so it's one of many projects for the future yeah that 
That would be a really intense project to run ground wires throughout all the walls of that house. Just Ooh. need to find a kinky electrician, of which I think I know one. So we'll see. Well, yeah. I will. I'll connect them up if they're when they're ready to start doing that. I think I know the electrician to uh, send their way. In fact, his name even came up while we we're all chatting because you know they're known. <laughs> you know, cool. he and his partner are facets of many fandoms within <laughs> Michigan, so to speak. Yeah, um, so there's that. Um, yeah, I got one. Uh, one of my favorite things after fisting is rimming. I am all about the ass. Um, so I got one of, I got a guy in the rim seat, and, and I was underneath. Uh, and then somebody else came up and started blowing me, which was enjoyable while I was in this guy's ass. And then he moved to blow the guy in the rim seat. And this gentleman, the, the, the sucker, is a larger gentleman. You know who I'm talking about, but I will not use his name. No. Um, and as such... Um, Tr- triggered the, fall- the, the fallibilities of your body. Yes. You know, pressure on the chest and, and say, on the back. And, I was going to say, yeah. speaking of some bad wiring. Yes. Uh, yeah, my... Yeah, the, my sciatic nerve on my left side has been giving me fits for weeks now. And, yeah, I need to make an appointment with a GP so I can get a referral. Because there were several times throughout the night, yeah, you were like, oh, I'm standing up and it's hurting, I need to sit down. Yes. And, uh, you know, yeah, it kind of, well, I was thinking too of just the whole human pretzel thing we were doing you know, upstairs, like, yeah, it's like, this is the reason why you take yoga and, you know, work out yeah, for I, the flexibility of sometimes you have to get a weird pose and the heat of the moment, you you don't necessarily re- realize what you're doing and right. the pain is getting washed away because good things are happening mm-hmm. and it's not until later, it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, you know, when finally some part of your body rebels and just cramps up or just gives yep. out. Because yep. I was sitting noticing also one guy in that group, um, I could feel his legs trembling because he was in an interesting position and, you know, he was... Lots of stimulation, but I could feel the tremble in his legs. It's like, okay, he needs to, you know. He needs to be in a different position. Yeah, reposition. And it's like, okay. So we just have to be aware because sometimes we get, you know, into that subspace or or just having a good time and the endorphins are running through and we're like not really feeling the what we're doing to our body Yeah, and the strain. Yeah, I what I would really like to find um, is a local Tai Chi class. Oh, Um I do know of, I can, I knew a couple and one of which I wanted to go to myself because it's a cool studio. So I will tell you about that after. Okay. Well, I, well, well give them a shout out. Just be yoga. It's in okay. Rio town. Super cool. Um, pay what you want. I mean, they have suggested prices that they want you to pay, but they're also like, we're not going to deny this if you're just strapped for cash. So it's really a donation thing. And the woman who runs it, I met her a couple times. She's super cool. And I went for one yoga class there because I'm lazy and need to get back into that. But I like that studio. Cool. So at least the ethos of it. It's very, it's very socialist, kind of maybe a little Marxist. I don't know. It goes with my feelings. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, they do have, they well, at least they've had Tai Chi. Okay. So. Yeah. I, I like the slow, precise movement of Tai Chi and... I took Taekwondo when I was a kid, and I'm thinking that if I try something like a Taekwondo or or Karate or 
those more mm-hmm. martial arts that I would end up doing more damage mm-hmm. to my to myself unintentionally than if I was doing yoga or tai chi. But yeah, yeah re- I had one uh, on the Xbox. I had my personal fitness trainer, and I got it for free when I was working mm-hmm. for them. And my apartment's too small to be able to uh, do that, but had tai chi on there, and they had you know a virtual body. Mm-hmm. And they had your body on the screen, so you could see just how well you were matching the movements. Um, and I enjoyed doing that, so I need to I need to start doing that. There's a lot of things I need to start doing. But yeah, yeah. Another reason why we need to re, you know make a new design for a rimming seat, so that you know you have easy access to the ass, but then also easy access to the front. Because yeah, it's like you know. Yeah, I'm like, sure. Lots of people would love to be blown while they're getting rimmed. Yes, ex- exactly. And in that case, you need at least three people. Yeah. You know? So you got to figure positioning. And <laughs> but yeah. um. Yeah. So yeah. So that's yeah. So but yeah, for boundaries, it was it was uh fun. But like I said, I think next time I just have to you know just t shirt and shorts. I don't need accessories. All right. And yeah. And and you said unfortunately you're going to miss out. Um, the next two, um, the next two. you're going to be busy going both those weekends. So it's like okay, but like oh darn it, but yeah, you'll still have uh, you'll still be around for number six. Yes, and, uh, especially for, because I know number six is winding down. There's like there's a finite number of number sixes that are kind of yes. Planned. So it's like kind of important to hit as many of those as I think possible. Yeah, and and I'm kind of hoping I can relieve. Hit- relieve the dungeon master of some of his back stock for a song <laughs> um he he's got he's got some uh medical toys sounds sounds and catheters uh-huh. and i think he might even have a few tens units too that i might be able to pick up at a really good price from him not a song but a reasonable price a, a, yes a well you know going out of business sale right at, at get them at cost or more like I don't really need these anymore, and they're just cluttering up the place. Here, you take them. You'll you'll put them to good use. Yes, give them a good home. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, someone's that's... yarn stash, you know. Right. At that point, when you realize I'm never going to make stuff with this, it needs to find. It needs to go somewhere so someone can use it. Yeah. It. Yeah. The best place to get a lot of yarn really quickly. Yard sales. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you you can get so much yarn so fast. Oh yeah. Well, and also, uh, but but of course, you it will it will be missing that one yarn that you need for your project, and then or you know, the and the sadness is when a crafter passes away. You know, it's yeah, like, you know, it's like oh, it's like of course they're going to leave behind a lot, and their partner if they're not into crafting, it's like hey, I need the space, and also this reminds me of them. So yeah, yeah, stupid two years have been so. I've, I've I've known of that to happen at least twice now. It's like no, no, bad years. Stop the death. On that pleasant note, and on that pleasant note, we've run out of time again. Send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, please, dirty pictures, or project photos to harryprone at gmail dot com, or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Here are your hosts, Sir Arcane, and Rosie White, wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Good night.